Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Hey, welcome to the Impact Hour. This is Rena, and I am so glad that you joined us today. We are talking about getting unstuck from finding your purpose and living your calling. This is a great topic because we see many people whose hearts are in the right place. They want to make a difference and and they're just stuck. So we're going to be talking about how you can get unstuck, see where you can find yourself in this. And I did want to mention last week we were talking about mindsets to make a difference and we intend to continue that conversation next week. I didn't want to do that without John. So this is what I'm doing this week and I think you'll get tons of value out of it. So the very first concern that people have when they're talking about, you know, when exploring the idea of making a difference, living their purpose, is time. And this is really prevalent in our society that people just don't have enough time. They say, I'm busy. It's not a good time. You know, gee, I just, I couldn't take on one more thing. And maybe you can relate to that, especially this time of year. It's almost Christmas. There's parties, there's events. That's all on top of everything else that's going on end of the year stuff. So I understand there's a lot of pressure to do a lot of things. But what I've found is that what it really comes down to is our choice. We get to choose how we use our time, how we spend our time. I really learned this lesson powerfully um, when John had his second heart attack. He's had two, you may know about his one in 2005. He had another one in 2014. So it hasn't been that long, about two and a half years ago. And that morning, started off I had plenty of things on my calendar I had appointments I had places to be people to see calls to be on and suddenly John was going to the was take going with him to the emergency room and my calendar became wide open whereas I started off the day with it full it became completely open and that was a choice that I made to cancel things skip things make it work right because that was a priority Similarly, the other day, a couple weeks ago, rather, there was a training that was just kind of barely on my radar. I'd heard about it. I mean, I knew it was coming. I've done it a couple times before, and it was really very helpful. And it was 6.45 that morning, and I'm like, oh, you know, I I really need to be on that webinar. It's like a two-day webinar, right? 6.45, I don't even know what time the thing starts. And I'm on my way to a a business networking meeting at 7 a.m., and so I skipped the, the um, networking that happens at the beginning of the meeting and signed up for it online because I, I didn't know if it was going to start at 9 or 10. And, you know, basically I was in the meeting running my credit card through. <laughs> and here's the funny thing. I didn't even bother looking at my calendar. I'm like, I don't know what I've got scheduled, but I'm going to make this work because I need to be on this training. And that is just a powerful demonstration to me of the choices that we make and how we utilize our time. Now, the funny thing is, toward the end of the second day of that seminar, there was one thing on my calendar I wasn't willing to cancel. 
See, my hairstylist had had foot surgery and I was way overdue for a haircut. It was like really irritating me how long my hair was. So she actually comes to our house to cut our hair. So I popped off the webinar, which is funny because, you know, it's like Zoom, so everybody sees each other. And I kind of wondered if the uh, facilitator of the training noticed that I, I got up and 15 minutes came back later with a haircut. And then John got up and 15 minutes later came back with a haircut. But um, in that moment, my priority was I'm like, well, I've been on this training twice. I can miss this much information. And I just think it's a great example of how we choose to use our time. And I love empowering people with that because I don't want you to go around feeling like you don't have a choice, like you're a victim. And, and it probably doesn't sound that strong in your own mind, but it's like, oh, I have to do this and I can't do that. And there's just not enough time. And that's just not a great way to live. So a great way to live is to see that you've got tons of choice in how you utilize your time, how you want to invest your time. That's an even better way than looking at spending it. How do you want to invest your time? The choices that we make just genuinely show what we're valuing, that we value one thing over another. And that if you look at, you know, you're laying in bed early in the morning, it's nice and warm and cozy, and you want to go to the gym, what do you value most in that moment? What's going to win out? Because a lot of life is those choices of which am I valuing right now, this over that. But if we're not careful living in the moment and making our choice in the moment, we won't get those bigger goals and things that we want to achieve in life. So it's important to be clear on what we're wanting to achieve, what we're wanting to strive for, what's really important to us. Because we can say we value something, we can believe we value something, we can even want to value something. But really, what we do shows what we value. So if you value having a positive impact on people, that's going to require time. If you value making a difference, being somebody whose life matters, then you're going to have to choose to make that a priority because values and choices around time is all a matter of what's important to us. And I want to make sure that you evaluate this now. It is possible to have an event come across your life that makes this decision to really make a difference in people's lives, both urgent and important. And that's exactly what happened to John with his first heart attack experience back in 2005. And I love that he's able to offer the end of life perspective. You're gonna wanna know that you lived your life well and that, your li that you loved people well, pardon me, that you loved people well and that your life mattered. In fact, um, you can benefit from his experience. You don't have to have your own near-death experience to take that on for yourself now. We were in a interview on Good Day Sacramento. It's been almost two years. And as we were leaving the studio, the anchor called over to John. He's all, hey, thanks for having a heart attack so I don't have to. <laughs> I love that. And you can, you can have that same benefit for yourself and choose to make this urgent and important. You can certainly take steps to create more margin in your life. I have a good amount of margin in my life. I am not constantly running. I have downtime. 
And that's a choice. I could easily fill my life stuffed full, just like a lot of people do. But I choose to have margin, and that's something that you can choose for your life too. Start evaluating your commitments and what's most important to you. We dedicated a chapter to this topic in our book, Splash, Increase Your Life's Impact. It's available on Amazon, basically about taking control of your time. So this is today's topic, how you can get unstuck, how you can make that difference that you want to make and kind of overcome those things that have been holding you back. I'm available to answer your questions and comments on what's holding you back in making your positive impact. So we are going to go to a break. And when we come back from the break, we're going to dive more deep into things that would hold you back from making that positive impact. So if you want to call into the station, the number to reach me at is 866-576-1055. Stay tuned for more. You are listening to the Impact Hour. If the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall, is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. Interrupting life as usual. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Hi, welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we are talking about how you can get unstuck so you can make the difference that you were created to make, okay? You know, I often encounter people who say that they they don't they can't make their difference cuz they just they don't know what they're passionate about. And part of me wants to say, "Yeah, of course you don't know what you're passionate about." That's strangely enough, it's kind of the norm that people don't know they're not in touch with their passions and first of all you're just going to have to make the decision it's a choice to make it a priority to get in touch with your passions to explore them to check it all out okay to fully know that part of you because what happens is when we don't really act on what we're passionate about it kind of gets buried it's like maybe it's a cognitive dissonance thing. You know, we can't stand that, you know, we really care about this thing and we're not doing something about it. So something needs to adjust, right? And so we kind of bury that passion. So it's a matter of simply unburying that and then choosing what you want to take action on. It's not necessarily readily apparent how to go about that. And I know I talk about that some. I've got a um, you know, by the way, the show is available as a podcast, and we have show recordings up also on theimpacthour.com. I have a whole show on how to find your purpose. So I do talk about this. So that's what you need to do. You need to get some help and support. John and I love doing that. I'm sure there's other coaches and professionals that can help you with it as well. If you want to go the route of trial and error, 
you know, kind of figuring it out along the way. Uh, that's what we did, and that might work. It just takes a lot longer. So you might as well get some support on that and figuring out what you're passionate about. Sometimes people tell me, well, I don't need to find my calling because I'm already doing such and such. And what I would ask is, is that your calling? Is that your life's purpose? Is that going to be the legacy that you leave when you're behind all the lives touched? Is it something that you're really passionate about? Are you clear on the results that you're creating from that? Are you really making a difference? Because you have to realize that a calling is not a role or an activity. A calling is the change that you're creating in people's lives. So it's going to require getting clear on that, not just jumping into doing something. So when you are really passionate about something, you want to make a difference, you're living your life's purpose, that's going to be something that you're really passionate about. It's going to be a great fit for you. You're going to be energized from it instead of drained. It'll be very, very satisfying. So if you're engaged in an activity, you're doing something, and it's, it's just not great for you, that's not your calling. <laughs> that's, you might be doing some good stuff, but you, know, you could be doing something that you're like really, really stoked about. So I encourage you to find your calling instead of just settling for something smaller. See, because we can always see how we can make more, get more and more results by changing people's lives more and more effectively. So if you're already doing something you feel like is your calling right on, yay, that's great stuff. And go from there to see how you can continue to improve. You can go long, wide, and deep. How long are you changing people's lives? How many lives are you affecting? How deep are you affecting those lives? See about increasing it more. Here's another concern that we see people bumping up against. What will I have to give up if I go to pursue my calling? And that's, that's my heart goes out to someone when I hear that, that concern expressed because they're, they're genuinely concerned. What am I going to have to give up? What is this really going to mean for me? And I like that because they're, they're actually starting to consider this for themselves. I want you to know when you're pursuing your calling, even when you're taking the initial steps, you don't have to give up anything that you don't want to. However, you may find that there are certain things that you do want to give up to make room, to free up some energy, and your priorities may change, and that's a good thing. And then you can start to line up your behaviors with your values in that way. It's a beautiful process. And what I find is, is it's actually more helpful to focus on what you will get by living your calling instead of being you know, f afraid of, of what you're going to have to give up because it'll be awesome, trust me. So you'll get to enjoy meaning, satisfaction, significance, more energy, more focus in life. Does that sound appealing, being really focused instead of scattered? You can have an amazing life, and that's that's what to focus on because all the stuff in the world, all the experiences that we gather up for ourselves, the status we achieve, all the money we acquire, those things don't satisfy, and they never will. 
In fact, they tend to leave us wanting more. It's kind of an emptiness when we're seeking to fill, fill up this gap, this, this hole in our lives with those things, we'll end up being dissatisfied. <clears throat> a similar concern that we've seen people struggle with is, will I have to quit my job? And I can see how that would be, you know, that's a barrier to making a decision. Do I want to live my calling? Ooh, I might have to give up my job. Like that, that might be make, enough to make me want to not do that too. That's, that's scary and, and unnecessary. No, you don't have to quit your job. You may choose to after a while of seeing what's possible and doing something that you really, really enjoy, you might want to find a way to do that instead. It is possible to squeeze your calling into the work that you're already doing. Maybe it's a really good fit. For some people, it's a bit of a squeeze, a limitation. But for some folks, you know, maybe where you're at at work would give you the opportunity to do a specific kind of mentoring that you really care about, you know, a book study group, a support group. There's lots of options when you're clear on what you're wanting to change in people's lives. And the fact is that we're passionate about a, a variety of differences that we could make. And I just like to trust that there's a way to make it work. So I like to go with that mindset, that expectation, because I'm a problem solver and I like to make things happen. So <clears throat> I want you to realize that life is short. Okay, you're gonna be, you wanna look at what you're pouring your life into. If you're at a job that requires lots of overtime, is that really where you wanna be putting all your time and energy? Or might you wanna be putting it into something else? So is your job so limiting that you can't, you don't have the time or the energy because it's overstepping its bounds and, and kind of taking up your whole life? So if that's the case, and if you decide that your calling needs to support you, we fully believe that that's an option, okay? Because there's a lot of different ways to make that happen. You might make your difference in the form of a business where your clients, um, where the customers pay for your product or service. It could be that you're doing it as an employee, so your employer is paying you to make that difference that you care about. You could do it as a charity or a nonprofit and that means the people that are benefiting from your efforts, they're not paying for it usually, but somebody else is, a third party. So I love exploring options with people to make that happen because I, I trust that there's a way for you to live your calling that'll be a great fit for you. Sometimes people express a concern, what if I don't like my calling? And I want you to know you don't need to worry about that because a call, your calling is part discovery, so it's discovering what you're passionate about, what's the difference that you could make that you're really passionate about. From there, it's a choice. How do you want to go about making that difference? And I know that it's possible to do that in a way that's a really, really great fit for you. So you don't need to be afraid of it being a bad fit. It'll be great. I know sometimes people are worried, it's like, oh, I don't think I could find my calling. What if I have to sell my house and quit my job and move to Africa? It's like, no, no, there's, the <laughs> there's lots and lots of options in different ways for you to make a difference in a way that's a great fit for you. 
So if you've got any of these bubbling up for you, or maybe some others we've got more to cover, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to call into the station. The number is 866-576-1055. And I'd love to hear what, what's holding you back. You feel like you really do want to make a difference, but you're not. Why is that? So here's another concern that we see people dealing with. They want to make their difference, and they're finding... Actually, I had a woman bring this up. It was beautiful. She says, should I find my partner first? So she's single and setting about... She's wanting to attract the, the right man into her life and form that partnership. And it was interesting because she was at a point of decision. Do I want to move forward on living my calling or wait a minute, should I find my partner first? And I love that exploration because I want you to consider what is the kind of person that you want to attract into your life? Do you want somebody who has similar values as you? Is this something that's really important to you? If you want to be a stand for something, not just take an occasional stand here and there, but you want your life to be a stand, wouldn't that help to attract somebody who also wants to be a stand for something? And I encourage you to trust that it's very possible to combine what you're passionate about and what your partner is passionate about. There's creative ways to do that. There's surely there's something you're passionate about and something they're, they're passionate about and you can do together. Uh, alternatively, there's ways for you to do your work in harmony even if you don't choose to do it together. You can see it's really an issue of living out your values and what's really most important to you. So if you want to be the kind of person who makes a difference, you want to attract the kind of person who's really gonna make a difference, you need to, you need to be demonstrating that and living that out in your life first. Because what would it be like to be you know, a ways down the road and be like, oh, hey, you know, by the way, I really want to find my life's purpose and live my calling. And, you know, if that's not on their radar, it's going to be a longer, harder haul <laughs> convincing them or, or doing it regardless. And that's the, actually the topic that we're going to look at next when we come back from break is living your calling with your spouse. And what does that look like? And what can that look like? Because it can be very, very beautiful. So we're about to head into a break and want you to stay tuned because we're looking at some awesome ways that you can get unstuck from making your positive impact. Stay tuned because you're listening to the Impact Hour. Terry Knight here. Please join me from 11 to noon on Saturdays. It's the home show with news, tips, and commentary focused on home improvement, real estate, and lifestyle. After 30 years of radio and TV in the capital region, I found a home. Join me on the home show Saturdays, 11 to noon on your radio home. Money 105.5. From the staff at Victory Christian Schools, Merry Christmas to you and to all a wonderful Christmas season. For unto us a child is born. 
Unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Isaiah saw the Lord that was coming. May the Lord be alive in your heart today and make 2017 the best year you've ever had beyond your wildest imagination. And always remember, there's victory in Jesus. Save thousands. Jacuzzi of Sacramento. 2016 year-end clearance. 2017 models are on the way. And we're clearing out all 2016 floor models. With savings, you've got to see. To believe. Choose from the largest selection in the world. That's right. The world. 15 brands. Walk through rows and rows of Jacuzzi brand spas and hot tubs. Ready to be delivered today. Super low prices. On all 2016 models. Incredible financing options. See store for details. And with a jacuzzi brand hot tub, you'll get free delivery, free cover, free cover lift, free steps, all included. Over a million dollars in inventory. Jacuzzi of Sacramento. It's the 2016 year-end clearance. 4465 Granite Drive in Rockland. 3340 Sunrise Boulevard, Rancho Cordova. Call 916-315-TUBS. Online at jacuzziofsacramento.com. There's only one jacuzzi. Guys, wouldn't your wife or girlfriend love it if you treated her to the very best this Christmas? Well, you can, and you don't even have to go out of your way. We're talking about the world's softest pajamas, available exclusively at Pajamagram.com. That's Pajamagram.com. Created by a team of dedicated pajama experts, the world's softest pajamas are lighter than a cloud, softer than a bunny, like cashmere, only better. Talk about dreamy. She'll love the way the world's softest pajamas feel. You'll love the way they caress her every curve. More than a gift, they're a feeling, an invitation to relax a little longer. The world's softest pajamas are available only at pajamagram.com. Visit today and give her a gift that keeps on giving to both of you. You don't even have to wrap. Every pajamagram includes free gift packaging and Christmas delivery is guaranteed. So visit pajamagram.com or call 1-800-GIVE-PJs. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. SACHalfoff.com, where everything is half off. School tuitions, vacations and trips, toys, jewelry, clothing, gadgets, electronics, and more. Why pay full price when you can get it for half off at sackhalfoff.com? Sackhalfoff.com. Now back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 1055. Thanks. <laughs> a little bit more. Awesome. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Right, that's where I am. I wanted to um, continue our conversation about the things that can keep us stuck from making our positive impact. Because I want you to get unstuck and make that that big positive impact that you are totally capable of making. And we're going to be diving into that 
this will be great. So I'd mentioned right before break, you know, when it comes to living your life's purpose, living your calling, making a difference, I can totally understand that you would want your spouse to be involved in that. So oftentimes we have people expressing the concern, I don't want to do this without my spouse. And I just wanted to explore this with you so you can thoroughly consider it, know know what you're looking at here. I had mentioned earlier about focusing on what you will get instead of what you'll have to give up. Again, this applies in this situation. So when you become, let's see, when you're living your life's purpose, you're going to have to step up and become a better version of you. You can call it personal development, self-improvement. You're going to be stepping into character qualities and getting better at what you do, more of who you are, more compassionate, more loving, more bold, all that kinds of great stuff. Okay, so your spouse is going to reap the benefit of having a better version of you. So you get to show up in your marriage in a better way because of the work that you can do changing other people's lives. So instead of seeing it as a liability, what are they going to have to give up having you pursue this thing? They can see it as you're going to be improving yourself and you'll be a better partner, a better spouse for them to have and enjoy. And it's neat because you'll be calling them up to do the same. So it's kind of creating the opportunity for them to improve themselves just by showing up differently in the relationship. There's tons of benefit in that. It's absolutely great for couples to live their calling together, and it's not necessary. So it is possible for one person to do it and the other to support them and applaud them and, and be happy that they're doing that. Ultimately, and this is what I really want you to consider, ultimately you're responsible for your life. You're responsible for the choices that you make, the choices that you don't make, the things that you do, the things that you don't do. It's up to you. And it'd be really easy, really tempting to say, well, my spouse didn't want me to. But really it's up to you, isn't it? It's a decision that you have to make. Trusting that it's not going to take away from their marriage, but add to. Because here's a perspective. Imagine it's 10 years down the road. Let's see, that would be December of, oh my gosh, it's hard to even imagine, 2027. 10 years down the road. What if you've done nothing to pursue your calling? What if you've done nothing to really step up and change lives in the amazing way that you're capable of because you're waiting for your spouse to get on board? And what if that person will never be ready? That's got to be okay. Okay, I'm going to encourage you to do it anyway. It's like there's a song that's in you that needs to be sung. And I don't want you to leave your song unsung. People need your impact in their lives. So you need to be careful to not let your spouse dictate what you do and what you don't do for making that impact. Okay. I know this might be uncomfortable and kind of edgy, but I really encourage you to consider what you want for your life. So if your marriage is so fragile, it feels so fragile that it might actually just crumble. If you start stepping up, 
becoming a better version of who you are, making a difference in people's lives. If that's really how it feels to you, is that your marriage literally can't handle it, I'm gonna encourage you to address that head on. Start taking steps to build up that marriage now and don't let it ride. Don't just wait and see another year, few years, see if they come around, see if it's gotten better because I don't think that marriages just get better on their own. Uh, I have found that our marriage requires a whole lot of work and it's totally worthwhile and it just takes work. So if that's where you're at, that you feel like you can't pursue your calling, I encourage you to make that a priority to start working on your marriage. I say that with lots of love and compassion, by the way. Similarly, I have heard people blame, that's not a very nice word, express concern about living their calling because of their kids. And what I, what I hear a lot of, and I know because I can relate, I used to say this too, my kids are my calling. Okay, and that's, that's partially because the role of parent is super important. And I love for people to take that job seriously. My goodness, we only get one shot at it. So I do want you to do your very best at it. And I have some things I want you to consider that you may not have considered before. It's very important to be really, really clear on what qualities you're wanting to instill and cultivate within your kids. This is gonna be a reflection of your values, so you're gonna to need to be clear on what you value. What character qualities do you want in them? Because you've got the opportunity to create that in a person. It's an awesome opportunity. And sometimes, you know, it's really easy just being caught in the day-to-day -day thing to not really evaluate that. I uh, heard a woman who say she wants her kids to just grow up happy and healthy. Well, that sounds real nice. and. <laughs> the example I thought of is it's like okay cool so if they're in jail but they're happy and healthy are you good with that you know so I probably want to take a little bit of a closer look at what character qualities you want to instill in your kids and I really wished I'd done that with my kids I really wanted to raise my kids to be godly men and I really didn't look closely at what that meant it was just it was a great thing to say, and I believed it, and I wanted it, but I didn't really assess what are the character qualities. What does that mean? What does that look like? How will I know when they've become godly men? So I encourage you, if you've still got kids under your influence, to get really clear on what you want for them. If you value making a contribution, making a difference in people's lives, being somebody of significance, influencing people for the better, then you're going to need to engage in that in your own life and have your kids watch you. You're going to need to model it because just giving lip service to it and saying, hey, it's really important for you to uh, help other people out and to make a difference and, and live with significance. And if you're not doing it, it's, you might as well not even be saying it. Therefore, I want you to be really aware of what you're wanting to instill in your kids and take action toward that. And I hope that raising them to value contributing to the lives of others, I hope that you value that and instill that in your kids too. Another concern that people express, something that very much keeps people stuck, is they say, well, I'm just praying for God's direction. 
I like their heart behind that in that um, I like that they they want to they want to do God's will for their life right they don't want to be doing stuff they shouldn't be doing they want to be doing the right thing and I'm going to address this from a Christian perspective because that's what I am and see if you can find yourself in this I find there tends to be a lot of overlap with people who have other spiritual beliefs so just evaluate this for yourselves Jesus already told us what he wants us to do okay he gave the great commission go and make disciples the great commandment uh, the first one is to love God with all your heart mind and strength and then to love your neighbor as yourself this is my paraphrase so it's not perfect but wants us to love God I love that that's a priority that's what he really wants for us he made us he wants us to love him he said the second is like it love your neighbor as yourself so that's exactly what we help people do in simply great lives love your neighbor as yourself and if you look at the example he gave us in the parable of the talents so this master gave some money to his servants they were supposed to you know do well with that money when he was gone came back and um, kind of assessed how they did and one guy did great went and earned a lot more money another guy earned some money another guy just hit it and didn't do anything with it and and that guy was not in God's favor <laughs> so the message that I get from that is look he's already told us he wants us to love our neighbors as ourselves so how do we need to go about doing that we don't need to seek his direction gee God do you really want me to love my neighbor as myself and so we have actually a lot of latitude for how we want to do that a lot of freedom which is exciting it can also be a little scary because in my experience he doesn't guide my every single move as much as I would love that um, but it requires us to take on risk maybe make mistakes and learn from it but that's being obedient and doing what he told us to do and basically I found that it, it's a kind of asking a lot to out of the thousands of things we can do to impact people's lives to have him tell us that one thing it's a lot easier if we get in motion using something that we're passionate about then he can kind of give us tweaks you know no a little more to the left a little more to the right and that way he's not having to tell us exactly what to do so we can actually help out in that but we've already been told go love our neighbors as ourselves so let's go about doing that you don't need to pray for direction on that in particular so I hope that was helpful I, I've seen so many people get stuck on that and it's really time to get going and start taking action in making that positive impact when we come back we are going to look at the real reasons people get stuck in making their positive impact so stay tuned you are listening to the impact hour What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. 
are listening to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live a life rich in meaning and significance. Yay. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. This is Rena, and today we are talking about getting you unstuck from making your positive impact. Isn't that exciting? Here is, here's a real reason why people don't get going on making their positive impact. And it's rare for somebody to get this honest with me, and I love it when they do, because then we can have a real conversation. Basically, they're saying, you know, this isn't really that important to me. And I like that. Like I said, that's the real reason, because we could dance around forever talking about, well, I just don't have the time and my spouse and this and that and that. But the fact is, when I hear that stuff, oftentimes I'm hearing that this isn't really that important to me. And that's great, because that opens up a really great conversation. I like it because it's being honest. You know, I really don't see the value in this for myself. So I find that it's actually helpful to understand the value. And you know, seriously, I could do a whole show on this. I probably will. What's the benefits of living your calling, making a difference? You could call it benefits of a simply great life, right? So we can understand those benefits in comparison to what it's like when we don't have them. So consider, for example, if you're feeling really disconnected from other people, living your calling, making a difference in people's lives, inserting yourselves into people's lives and creating positive change, you have the opportunity to have meaningful relationships with people. If you absolutely hate your job, and that can show up in different ways. Maybe you don't hate your job, but you're just, you're not producing like you want to. You're not meeting those goals that you want for yourself. Maybe you're just not performing as well in your job as you think you should. Well, what would it be like if you had, you're doing something that you really love? That would be a really stark contrast, wouldn't it? If you're doing volunteer work, is that volunteer work, is it draining? Does it feel like a burden? Maybe you even feel guilty or confused as to why you don't absolutely love it. Because you look at it and you're like, dude, I'm making a difference. I don't get it. Why don't I love this? Compare that to doing something that's a great fit for you and, and really lights you up. That's where you can see the real benefits of making this kind of difference in people's lives. So then maybe you see the value in it and willing to do what it takes to make it happen. A deeper reason that I find why people don't get going on really creating a big difference in people's lives is the way that they see themselves. This is a problem of self-concept, okay? And we hear things like, um, I don't know if I've got what it takes, or who would listen to me anyway? How about, I don't have anything valuable to offer. That one just kind of hurts my heart when I hear people say that. Or maybe I'm just not the kind of person who would really make a big difference like that. They just can't see themselves as, as being the kind of person to create that kind of change. And I love this level of conversation because I can work with that, okay? Because it is totally possible to expand your self-concept, your view of yourself, your understanding of you and your abilities, you can certainly increase your abilities just by taking classes and, and workshops and, and working to improve yourself, reading books. You know, that's a great start. So, but here's, here's the truth. You're already capable of doing a whole lot more than you realize, okay? So 
what it is. It's a matter of catching up to seeing where you what you really can achieve and the difference that you really can make in people's lives. So you have to start to see yourself as the kind of person who can create change because you are. I already believe it. If you if you need to, you can just rely on my belief. I know you can really make a big difference. So now you'll need to start acting in accordance with that. And it's possible to start increasing your self-concept, seeing yourself as the kind of person, actually becoming more of the kind of person who really makes a big difference. I have an exercise for you. If you're driving, you may need to come back to that. You don't absolutely have to write, but it's helpful. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, by the way, I mentioned I think that these are available as podcasts. Also, show recordings are available on the impacthour.com. So you can go back and listen if you need to, because this is a really great exercise. I want you to think of three to five people that you really admire because they made a really big difference in people's lives. It could be somebody like Gandhi, Mother Teresa, Martin Luther King. It could be a teacher that you had. It could be your grandma. It could be anybody that you just admire because they really made a positive difference in people's lives. Next, I want you to consider what character qualities they had that made that possible for them to make that kind of impact. Then you'll have a nice little list of some character qualities of people who really make a difference in people's lives. Then I want you to start visualizing what it would be like if you had more of those character qualities. If it's boldness, for example, what would it look like if you're more bold? Would you make different requests? Would you move through the world differently? Would you take care of things differently? So compassion, love, there's so much. See for yourself, what are those character qualities that you see? Start picturing yourself having more of those. You can even do an affirmation, like I am an authentic and bold woman. So all those character qualities, start envisioning them in yourself, start, because then you'll find opportunities to act on them and start behaving in a way that's consistent with that. You can totally develop positive character qualities within yourself. Last one that we're gonna go through is this idea that I can't change people. And what I found is that's actually a lot more related to people see, not seeing themselves as the kind of person who can create change. So they're going so you're going to if you find yourself believing that you can't change people, first know that you can be the kind of person to create change. Then I want you to consider who's really made a huge difference in your life. Who created some positive change in your life? Was it a coach, a teacher, a friend, a family member, a professional? and know that if they can create that kind of change in your life, you can create a positive change in other people's lives. When you're coming from a place of love, that becomes possible. And actually, I have just a few minutes, so I've got a bonus one that I wanna go over with you. I'm afraid I'll mess up. That's not me, that's the, that's the concern that I hear people saying, and see, I'm, I say that's not me because I'm not concerned I'm gonna mess up. I know I'm gonna mess up. See, because if you're not making mistakes and making your positive impact, you're playing too small. Mistakes are guaranteed because you're gonna be learning what works well, what doesn't work well. It's, it's all a learning process. But if you're responsible about it, 
you're doing what you need to grow yourself, expand your skills, learn how to be really effective at changing people's lives, you can trust that people will benefit from that effort. So you don't need to be worried, you know, am I gonna, am I gonna mess people up? And I think that's really what it comes down to. We're afraid we're gonna screw up so badly that people are going to be hurt. And I trust that when you're coming from a place of love and being responsible in growing yourself and your skills, that's not gonna happen. So the neat thing is, and this is something I've learned recently, you know, we always encourage you to stay in touch with the results that you create, which means that can look like staying in touch with the people whose lives you've positively impacted. So a great example of that is a friend of mine, bless her heart, she's been my friend for 30 years, came through our first webinar a few years ago. It's our first webinar for Simply Great Lives and we had our steps that we were, we were writing them at the time, right, writing our book. And um, she really did get benefit from the seminar, they, they all did. And in retrospect, I understand much better now the process for getting people clear on their life's purpose. So what I got to do is go back to her and say, hey, you know what, I've learned this and I would love to help you to get even more clear on your life's purpose. And so the neat thing is, is I'm in the middle of the process with her right now. So we developed a, we have our process that we walk people through. I'm like, you know what, I could do this in a four hour intensive session with people. So I offered that to her, four hours, get clear on your life's purpose, right? And she's like, Reen, four hours would blow my mind. Can we do two and two? So we did the first two last week, we're doing the next two this week, and she's getting clear on her life's purpose. And I could deliver some limited results, they were beneficial, they helped her, and now I can do even better. So because I stayed in touch with her, um, I'm able to go back and improve on. So you don't need to worry about you're gonna mess people up. Yes, you will make mistakes, that's okay. You can go back and improve, okay? So I don't want that to hold you back. I don't want any of this stuff to hold you back. It's time for you to step up, become a bigger version of you, make a difference in people's lives, become more of the person God created you to be, having the impact that he would want you to have. We would love to be of service and support to you, so we offer a complimentary discovery session. And what we've done, we make our calendar available to you on our on the website, theimpacthour.com. There's a button you can click to schedule your free discovery session. And we would love to explore with you what's keeping you stuck, how great would it be? What would it look like for you to be making your positive impact to get you going on that? Because it's gonna be awesome. I'm so glad that you tuned in this week. You guys have an awesome week. Bye-bye.